Absolutely. I mean, I, like I feel like I feel like my purpose in this in this world, at least at this moment, this could yeah. change, yeah. is to is to really learn how to like love and accept myself so that I can extend that to other people. Um, and I feel like this online space allows me uh, an opportunity to do that. Um, cause it's, it's such an ugly world out there sometimes. Um, we are, we've been through the ringer as a society for the last couple of years. Um, and so if I can just bring a little bit of joy and help people find some happiness and some smiles and some reason to just celebrate every single day, then that's good enough for me. Welcome to the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. I'm Lianne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back and enjoy. Welcome back, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. I'm so happy that you've pressed play today, and I'm going to just give you a really quick intro uh, to our guest, Stephanie. If you listen to the intro clip, you will feel the energy of how this conversation is going to go, because Steph and I cover a lot, and what fascinated me the most about Steph is, is what she does for her nine to five, and we get into that but also just what she's doing like in the world. And what's really cool is that after we recorded this episode is that Steph voice noted me and said, hey, you know what, I'm pivoting and I'm pivoting into something that feels really super aligned. And I'm like, that's amazing because that's what this podcast is about, right? Is that I talk to people who are making the shifts big and small in their lives, but doing it in a fully aligned way. And Steph has really given herself permission to go with that, to go with what feels good. And that's what I really love about the online space, right? Is that the fact that you can change at any time, you can pivot at any time, you can create a new identity at any time. And so I think you're really gonna enjoy this conversation because Steph is a really, really interesting, uh, as she says, weirdo, and I think she's just, lovely and fascinating and um, I think she's just really really cool but let me give you a little bit more of what Steph is about. Stephanie Lavi is a millennial wife and mama to a friend she and she lives in New York City. When she's not at the gym or at her day job and wait for it as a customs compliance manager at a commodities trading form like I had to get her to explain what the heck that was So if she's not at her nine to five, she can often be found channeling her energy into creative uh, planning and planning virtual events and experiences for her quickly growing Facebook community, uh, which is called the community of introverts. 
And she also is continuing to document her self-improvement journey on her Instagram account, which I will put in the show notes. It's at journey of an introvert. And what's really cool, like I said, is that Steph, after this conversation that we had, where you'll find out that she was doing some coaching, that she's pivoted because it didn't feel aligned anymore. And I just applaud her for that, for recognizing that this isn't really, this doesn't feel good for me anymore. So I'm going to change and I'm going to do something that feels more aligned, feels, makes me feel good, makes me bring out the best and the true me. And that's really the entire conversation that we have is about being authentic. And actually in one of the voice notes that we just exchanged today was that she's like, yeah, it's, it's too much energy to try to be somebody that you're not. And I really could not agree more. So Steph recently announced that she will be hosting a series of live virtual events inside of her community on Facebook. These events will be free. And the goal of them is to help fellow introverts to learn more about themselves from the inside, right? From the inside out, so that you can build a lifestyle that supports and matches your unique energy, interests, personality, and ambitions. I freaking love that. And again, as she said that these events will be free, I will be putting the link in the show notes. So you, you know, if you identify yourself as an introvert, which was really cool. So I kind of think I might be an introvert to a point. Um, but she really is, you know, allowing these people that feel this way, that have this feeling to come into a really, really cool, um, safe space. And what's even better is that each of these events and challenges will take on a different vibe and format because each one is going to be hosted by actual members of her community. And the idea is to provide an authentic real world opportunity to work directly with the host while deciding for yourself which experiences will help you to learn, nurture, honor, and celebrate yourself. I freaking love all of this. So I'm going to stop talking and get to the episode. Make sure that you share, uh, tag us both. Everything will be in the show notes. So, you know, grab your Java and let's get started. Hey, Stephanie, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm great. Excellent. Thank you so, so much for coming on the Spiritual Shift Worker podcast. I just want to give everybody a little bit of an idea on how we sort like how we're acquaintances because we're just really starting to get to know each other a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But we've met inside a entrepreneurial group on Facebook and obviously have some of the same mentors and really like just sort of trying to build this business, this thing on the side, this online space world. And I think I appreciate that you reached out and that we've connected. So I'd really, really love for you to introduce yourself and let the listeners know what it is, where you are in the world, what you do, and um, what you are currently excited about at this season in your life. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of ramble and see what comes out. Um, Perfect. <laughs> so 
I'm Stephanie. You guys can call me Steph, Stephanie, whatever you feel like calling me. Um, I am the coach for introverts. Um, also, the self-coaching queen I've recently coined myself. Um, <laughs> but I also am a wife. I am a Frenchie mom. And then nine to five, I work as a customs compliance manager at a steel trading firm. Um, I am based out of New York City. And what am I excited about? What am I excited about? I'm just excited about the fact that it's getting warm again, honestly. Like, I just feel like life happens when it's warm. But I'm also very excited about my business finally taking off. Um, and I feel like I'm getting in the groove of, like, life, <laughs> finally, after 29 years. <laughs> well, I'd like to tell you that it gets easier, but after 50, it does not. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, it actually gets better. It really does. Like, I think obviously life experience and just as you get older you know what you will no longer tolerate but you also get really clear on what it is that you want what your values are what your priorities are so I love that and yes um you know I'm in Ottawa so I'm about an eight-hour drive from New York City mm -hmm. and so yeah I feel you on the weather like it was yesterday morning it was still snowing here and we're oh my god <laughs> yeah no way and it was uh when I went to work this morning it was zero degrees celsius so I think I I can never I think that's 32 no what is that for you guys I don't even know um yeah it's cold, that sounds right? cold <laughs> it's cold and I actually put on I put my winter boots back on I'm like oh my god I'm oh, no. such a wimp like it's April anyway I digress um <laughs> but yes I agree with you how the weather, when it starts to get nicer, the patios start to open, you can see the buds on the trees. And right. I mean, right, all of that. We have a beautiful city, but I live in the country. But I know I've been to New York City a few times and I just know that it's just magical there. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And people, so, people always say like it's, it's magical here during like Christmas time, which, yeah, sure it is, but like it's cold. Like, it's so much more magical when I can go have a drink on an, an outdoor, at an outdoor rooftop, you know? That's exactly. magical. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, and just out of curiosity, whereabouts in the city do you live? Because you're, you're probably going to make me really jealous right now. Um, so I live right on the Upper West Side. I don't know if you're familiar, but we live right across from Central Park. So it's, it's amazing. Amazing. All right. That is amazing. And I obviously we're going to have to plan a trip because again, we're only an eight hour. Yeah. Time. Uh, okay. I want to dig into, because just before we hit record, even though we've spoken before, we never had the conversation because I just, I see your online presence, which is amazing. And I'm like, well, but I know you have another, like another life as we say. And when <laughs> you just mentioned you're in the steel business, I'm like, this is fascinating to me. Because again, I would interpret that as many people do with my career, very masculine, very male dominated. Is that true? Uh, like literally you said it, you nailed it. Um, yeah. I, I'm like one of the only women in my company. I, you know, there's more women now, but when I started, like there was no women and 
everybody that I worked with was like decades older than me. So I was like this millennial 20 something with a bunch of like 50, 60 year old men. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's even, and yeah, I mean that, that when I would think that anybody would think that interesting industry, even just steel itself is so like masculine. I think it's awesome. I think, you know, and you mentioned that you, you really do like your job. You actually, you know, you enjoy it. And I think that is really good for other women, younger generate like, and younger people to see that you're in that kind of career. Same as for me that, you know, I, you can be in these careers and you can have a different impact because women bring something different to the table. Absolutely. Like I, my, one of my bosses recently said to me, he's like, you know what I love about working with you stuff is you really creative. Like some of your ideas are just absolutely ridiculous, but a lot of them are really good and they've saved me a lot of money. Like you really think outside the box and that's not something that a lot of men have in their, in their back pocket. So there's, there's something to be said about being a female in a male dominated space. You definitely get to kind of carve out a little bit of a niche. Yeah, I like that too, that that's been pointed out because that is really the feminine energy, right? I don't know how much of that, like, you know about, I'm just starting to learn more, right, about the the creativity aspect of things and how when we can be more in that space of that energy and how, like you said, it just brings something different and have men are more the doers and follow the rules and do it this Mm -hmm. way. And I it's fascinating and and really cool um that that you're in that industry because I don't certainly don't know any females in that kind of business so I love it so much (laughs) um uh, but I think again that what you're doing on your side on the side as we say those side hustles is so and that's another outlet I would think for you right that's really an outlet of more creativity when we take to yeah bringing something to life that's outside of the norm so just share yeah share with the listeners a little bit about coach for introverts because I think people might not even know I mean people know what introverts and extroverts are but it's like what brought you there like what is it that that is about that that's what you want to coach or who you want to coach oh boy are you are you sure you're ready for this because I'm ready (laughs) so actually um so I was supposed to get married in April 2020 um obviously that didn't happen uh COVID so COVID started the day that I picked up my wedding dress so that was was fun um so (laughs) so I went into a little bit of a downward spiral after that Um, you know, being trapped in my house, having to cancel my wedding after being engaged for two and a half years already. Um, it was, it was a lot. And so it, like most people, I had a little bit of a, I guess you could call it at that point, a quarter life crisis. Like, what am I doing? Like, what is happening in my life? Like, this is crazy. I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't see my friends. So all I could do was go inward. And as an introvert, you know, that's, that's, that's part of the course. That's what we do. We go inward. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I got, 
I went into a little bit of a downward spiral and eventually about two months into that, I got tired of baking banana bread. I got tired of watching Tiger King. I got tired of reading blogs about whether or not New York was going to open anytime soon because I didn't want to have to cancel my wedding again. I ended up having to. Anyway, all of that was not really conducive to like being in a better place. So I was like, what's going to help me? And on a whim, I created an Instagram account. Keep in mind, I'd never been on social media before. It was just not my vibe. Um, And I created an Instagram account and I was just like, I'm just going to post my thoughts every day and see what happens. Like, I don't know where it came from, but I went with it. Yeah. And it started out as a fitness account because I was trying to, you know, eventually I had to fit in a wedding dress at some point. Um, And so I figured maybe I'll stop making banana bread every day if I have to post online and help people. So that's where it all started. Okay, I'm sorry. I am just going to stop you because that it's. (laughs) I'm laughing at the banana bread, but it's so true, right? Like, honestly, every time you would turn on social Facebook or Instagram within those first few months of COVID, you would see people that maybe you didn't really know or people that were really close. And it was like zucchini bread, banana bread. My son actually started his baking business in COVID. And that's what oh he my said. Gosh. Zucchini bread, banana bread. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just, I, it, I think that was... The comfort of it, it was comforting for people to bake, right? It's very comforting yeah. and then eat the food, but then you realize maybe you should stop making it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it was like, I'm like, I, this is like an obsession. Like if I don't stop, I, this is just going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So I ended up, like I said, starting a fitness account. Um, but eventually you know I I just naturally love to talk about mindset I could talk about mindset all day long so over the years um since starting it kind of shifted and it it ended up actually being sort of a personal journal if you will um like if I go back through my entire Instagram account it's all self coaching myself to the next milestone in my life it's actually insane um once i realized that like i was like oh like what's going to come out next because that's where i'm going to be a month later i just was leading myself um and so you know i tried out different things i I tried out different niches, I tried out different audiences, but what I always came back to was, you know, I'm self-coaching. I'm helping myself, like, get out of, like, depression and get out of anxiety and get out of all the issues that I'm dealing with. I'm helping myself, so who am I? Who can I help? Because there's got to be somebody that can benefit from all this stuff there's no way I'm the only crazy person that thinks this way um (laughs) so over and over my clients the people that I was helping kept telling me that they identified as introverts so it's like boom there it is let me just help introverts with whatever it is that they're dealing with because I am an introvert so why not um 
And yeah, like I think what really solidified the introvert thing, although I didn't know it at the time, was my first official client. Um, he came to me, was absolutely terrified of other humans. Um, and wow. he he asked me for help. He wanted to, he was a college sophomore at the time. And he was like, I don't want to get to the end of college and be where I am right now. I want to go make friends. I want to make an impact. I want to be more than just a number at this university. Can you help me? I want to join a business frat, but I don't know how to talk to people. Wow. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So within 24 days, I turned him. Well, he did the work, of course. Of course. Um, we worked together to get him to a point where he could go to these networking events, um, meet the brotherhood. And he ended up being the top recruit out of hundreds of students that wanted to join within 24 days. It was like, blew my mind. He went from staying in on Friday nights and not talking to people in class to being a social butterfly. And I was like, oh my God, all I did was just, talk and have conversations with him like I could help other people the same way so oh yeah my God. I love it so much like it's unbelievable how much just listening and, or, or just sharing our stories help people in such a way that for a lot of things we, we don't even realize right there's always someone watching when we are showing up and being our true selves and that is a really amazing story because I think there's a lot of, I don't want to blame it on COVID, but that is certainly the last three years has not done anyone's mental health any good. And I think right. that the younger generation having like being so social, but the fact that he came to you and was like, this is what I want. And, and you just were able to just share. And, and so what were the, what were the things that you helped him? Like, was it, confidence or was it actually being able to rewire his mindset just share if you can a couple of the things that you you used or did you just talk with him honestly it was it was mostly just talking but we we used a lot of like my one percent better everyday method which at the time I hadn't named it yet so it was yeah. just kind of compounding I would give him little assignments and say, go do this, and then call me tomorrow, and let's go from there. Like, I, it was very, like, we're just going to do this one baby step at a time, and I'm going to get you out of your head and move you into action, because if we could sit here and talk all day, but that's not going to do you any good. You're, like, if you're just sitting in your dorm room thinking about it, like, I want you to get out there and go talk to people, so... I remember one of the very first things that we did was he was a cashier at the local grocery store. Um, and so I said to him, are you having conversations with, with the customers as they come in? He goes, no, I just check them out. I said, okay, well, your first action item is I want you to go to work tomorrow and I want you to ask people, 10 people, open-ended questions. How's your day going? what is this kombucha item that you're getting? I didn't say that right, but whatever. 
Um, (laughs) I always, I always butcher that word. I don't know why I picked it. Um, I don't don't even drink that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what is this item that you're getting? Or, you know, did you see the game last night? Just ask them open-ended questions. And guess what? If they look at you funny, like, why is this cashier talking to me? You're never going to see them again. So who gives a shit? Like, just, just try it. He called me the next day. He said he started conversations with like 30 people. Right. And I was like, damn, like, you were my star student. Like what? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah. Oh, it's funny, right? Because I, I do that at the grocery store when I get to the cashier who doesn't say hello to me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I force the hello and I force the, how are you? <laughs> because it's like, I, you can, you can read, like, I'm pretty good at reading people right after my right. years of my career, but it's like, this, is this going to make this person feel a little awkward? And that's okay. Because maybe that's what they need today. And if they don't right. talk, to them, then okay, I'll move on to the next person. But right. 1% better. That is the one thing that my, that my online trainer uh, really is right. It's 1%. Like, one thing, take the, the, as they say, what is it? The, like the thing that you can grasp the easiest, mm-hmm. um, even though in your case, it, with, working with this, this young man, maybe that wasn't always the easiest thing for him to go do, but obviously he wanted it bad enough, mm-hmm. right. To actually take the action. And so many of us sit in that inaction, right. And then think right. in our heads and overthink it. And that's, I mean, not just introverts. I think there's a lot of people that are extroverts or pretend to be extroverts and that's their defense mechanism. That's the way I look at it, right? Absolutely. Just get in, just do it. Just do the thing. Stop thinking about it. Go take action. And that's why, like, like, what I loved about working with him was I was like, you need to just call me after you do the thing celebrate like tell me what you learned tell me what you enjoyed and then I'm gonna give you another action item to build on that let's keep that momentum going yes 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 and that's that's I like what you just said there about the celebration because so often we do that we we reach that goal or we do the task and we don't actually slap ourselves on the back and appreciate or give ourselves that that celebration win and then we just move on to the next thing. And then right. we're always reaching for the next thing and the next thing and never getting what it is that we actually want out of it because we're not taking a moment to actually feel what it right. feels like to have achieved it. And did you guys, did you work on that as well? Like the, how does this feel in your body? And, and now what do you think you're capable of? You know, if I was working with him now, I think we would have done more of that stuff like yeah how did this feel in your body but like I didn't even when I was working with him honestly I didn't even consider myself a coach at that point so I didn't have the tools that I have now which is why that story like the fact that he was able to transform so much is even more amazing because at like I wasn't a skilled, like it was the first person I was ever mentoring in this capacity. And so it, we, I was shooting from the hip. 
I was making it up as I went and it was working. Yeah. And then, and and for, I mean, his results were great, right? His transformations, but it's like, then you look at yourself and go, holy crap, like I can actually do this. Right. And so you build your own momentum. I love it. Totally. Now let's go back to, we were talking uh, before I hit record and you said that, you know, even though you, you love that you love your job that you're in and, but you felt that there was maybe something more. Let's talk about that because I think there's so many people that are in a job that either, you know, maybe they're, they're good at, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I get it. It makes good money, but they're just unfulfilled. And so, and they stay there because it's safe. Right. So, um, what was it for you? Like you, you still have that job, you enjoy it. You really like it, but what was it in your mind or your body or whatever, your soul that was pulling you to do something else? You know, I think, so like I said, I like what I do. I, I actually really enjoy it. Um, and I'm, I'm on the track to become a department head eventually. Um, so there, there's a lot of room and my career trajectory is incredible um but there's something you might be shocked by this but there's something not so exciting about moving metal Mm. I I mean people are always surprised when I say that yeah (laughs) so it sounds fascinating like from someone on the outside looking in is like like I said I was like you do what? Like, that sounds really freaking yeah. cool. But then it's like, wait a minute. A lot of people think that policing is cool too. And really on the inside, sometimes all I do is sit and push paper around. Right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the same thing. I'm just moving, typing numbers into a spreadsheet all day, sending yeah. emails out, whatever. But um, it's, I, so when I went to college, when I initially went to college, I wanted to be a writer for the Rolling Stone magazine. Oh. Obviously, uh, I took a different direction in life. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I've always I've, I've always had a passion for creating. I've always loved like just creative and arts and, and all that stuff. Um, and even though I'm an introvert, I'm also a people person. I adore other people. I need my me time. I need a lot of me time. Yeah. But I just, nothing quite lights me up. Like having a really good conversation with a really awesome human being. Um, I need to nap for a while after. But this this coaching space this online space just allows me to explore those like creative urges um and allows me to talk to people that I would never get the opportunity to talk to um being in this very male dominated very like boring for lack of a better word industry um so I guess what what's really pushed me and what's continued to push me to to stick around in this industry is just the opportunity to just talk about ideas that are that I don't get the opportunity to talk to in my nine to five and even with my reg my regular friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's that's very fascinating because the same thing. And I want to before I 
hopefully I can remember where my train of thought's going on that. But when it comes to, because I find I've seen a lot of people who identify as introverts and yet you would never think they are because of their online presence. Right. It's interesting to me. So an introvert, maybe you can just give a description of what that is, like what it is from your mind, from your perspective, because I think a lot of people have this thought of it. Oh, well, you're an, you're an introvert, but you're out and you're on social media. That doesn't make sense. So what, what really is an introvert? Right. So a lot of, there's a lot of misconceptions about introversion. Um, Like I used to have so many misunderstandings about it. And I've had lots of people be like, are you sure you're an introvert? Like you're so confident. So the way that I understand it is it's just the way that you get energy or the way that you, that you feel energized. Um, And so extroverts tend to draw their energy from the outside world. They tend to like seek, I don't want to say that they tend to like being with other people. They tend to just kind of, um, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but introversion actually means if you look up like the Latin root word, um, it means to turn inward. Mm. So Hmm. introverts tend to, to go within, um, like that's just their natural, um, way of being. Um, and that's really all it means. So introversion can actually look different from from person to person um introverts tend to think a lot we think very deep we feel deep we are pretty deep and like I said we draw our energy from within rather than from the outside world oh interesting interesting I think I know I think now that it's interesting the way you put that I keep saying interesting because I feel that personally like I need a lot of me time in exactly to to really recover from I don't I'm not an empath but I certainly need the quiet time and I find I get easily overwhelmed Mm -hmm. when there's too much going on and I haven't created the space and time and schedule for myself now would that be beneficial for every single human being yes um but yeah (laughs) right? Like everybody should take some time for themselves. So, okay. I, I appreciate you explaining that because yeah, there's a lot of people would have the misconception, right? Because you can show up and appear very confident and very, um, you know, out there and yet still right. come back to yourself. So, and the th- other part that I was going was when you talk about, you know, your other, your real life friends versus your online community. I think this is an interesting conversation because over the last couple of years where I've been sort of building my online business and joining communities like the one that we're in together, it's not that I don't still have real friends, like <laughs> real friends that's in <laughs> real humans that I see like on a daily basis, but my circle has my networking circle obviously has expanded, but it's all like, I joke with Dave. It's like, Oh yeah. Like um, all my friends like live all over the world now. Right. Like because of the spaces that we're in online. And so have you found that 
even though you you still have a circle of friends like that you see physically, how has your, I guess, how has that extended when you look at the communities that you're in online? Oh my God, it's incredible. Like there, there are so many people that I talk to on a daily basis that it blows my freaking mind that I have never met in person. Like, like I, there's this, this one girl, my online biz bestie, um, lives in New Mexico. Like I can, even though we have, I haven't even talked to her in the last couple of weeks because she just had her first child. Um, but like, she is me. Like, I know what she's thinking without having to talk to her. Like she can send me an emoji and like, I just, I know like she needs me to to tune into her, call her, whatever. Like I've, yeah. I've never quite experienced that with somebody that I haven't met in person. Like it's, it's just amazing. And I have so many incredibly deep connections with people that I never thought possible like before this whole online business journey you know I met my husband um in high school so the online dating world is is unfamiliar to me so I remember definitely being a little bit judgy towards my friends who were meeting people on tinder and bumble and whatnot and I was like how can you meet someone online like that's so weird And now here I am on the other side, like some of my best friends I've met online. So it's, it's been a really eye-opening experience that like, it doesn't matter in what capacity you talk to somebody or how you meet somebody or how you know them, you can establish a real human connection with just about anyone through any medium. Um, And that's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. And that's, and I always talk about like, how technology is so amazing, right? Like really it's, you can talk to anyone. Like I I spoke to a gentleman on Monday night in Australia, right? Like there's a connection. It's so easy with the Zoom and all all this technology and it can go both ways, right? Like on the other hand is that we have so much information bombarded at us all the time that it can be overwhelming and fearful and, but if you can learn to use these these mediums, like you said, for good and you meet people and that you have just, you realize, I think the biggest thing for me, Steph, is that our problems that, well, the things that we think are our own problems that only we're dealing with, when you start talking and sharing, you realize that everyone has either the same exact problem or something yeah. similar and that it's like, oh, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Right. Right. Yeah. And I love that you just said that. You took the words right out of my brain. Um, because like for the longest time being an introvert and like working in this in this office full of fifty year old men as the only young female, like I love, love, love my coworkers, but I often felt like a crazy person and like like a lot of my friends are extroverted, which is interesting. I guess they say opposites attract. Um, my husband's an extrovert. And so I felt so alone in this world all the time. I'm like, I'm a psychopath. Like, like I overthink everything. 
I've got all these crazy thoughts and every time I try to express them, everybody looks at me like I have 10 heads. And so being able to go online and like be vocal and be honest and be open and like have other people say, wait, like I think that too, or wait, like I've experienced that too. It helped me to find my voice in real life too. So like, if you talked to me three years, if you talked to me a year ago, I never would have come on this podcast. Um, I was so afraid of my own shadow. Um, And so really being able to be in the online space has brought me out of my shell uh, in person too. So I don't know where I was going with that, but I know I love it. No, just the fact that we meet people and you realize you're not alone and you realize how much the human race, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. We are all the same. Like we really are. And that we are all dealing with the same fears, the same thoughts and that the environment might be different, but that we we're all just we are all spiritual beings having this human experience getting through whatever it is that life has given us and so when we talk about our purpose do you feel like you've and I don't necessarily love that word I think it's more like the creativity (laughs) like I don't everybody's like what's your purpose here on the planet no I think it's being able to just be creative in some way and to bring the ideas that pop into your head to life but is this where you find like being, doing what you're doing in the online space, sort of your bliss, your joy right now? Like, is it what, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, like, I feel like, I feel like my purpose in this, in this world, at least at this moment, this could yeah. change yeah. is to is to really learn how to like love and accept myself so that I can extend that to other people. Um, And I feel like this online space allows me uh, an opportunity to do that. Um, It's it's such an ugly world out there sometimes. Um, We are, we've been through the ringer as a society for the last couple of years. Um, And so if I can just, bring a little bit of joy and help people find some happiness and some smiles and some reason to just celebrate every single day then that's that's good enough for me oh yes and we need more of that right we need more people like us that are out here and sharing these stories because it's a ripple effect we all know that when you're gonna help one person and then they're going to help a person and it's just going to ripple. And right. that is, it is this, that saying, right. If you be the change you want to see and we have to, we have to show up more in our light and to be able to right. share. And so what is the biggest thing that you've uh, learned about yourself? Or I, I think you just mentioned how a year ago, this wouldn't even probably been on your, on your like prospect of being on a podcast but or like being an introvert being afraid of your own shadow and now look where you are is it like what is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself I think the the biggest thing that I've learned about myself is that oh that's a good question 
You know, it's funny. You would think that's a question that I've answered like a lot in this online space, but it always catches me off guard somehow. Yeah. Um, I think, so I always thought that like, I just had a lot of problems, like, and I was a weirdo who like didn't fit in. And um, I've always beat to my own drum. I've, I always marched to the beat of my own drum. Um, and what I've learned finally is that those are good things. Yeah. Um, and so what if I'm a weirdo? I'm an awesome weirdo. And if you know me, you're lucky. And oh if you don't God. feel like you're lucky, then fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I hope I'm allowed to curse. <laughs> yes, I love it. You know, and this isn't that freeing. I just said to my husband after an incident at work today, and I was like, I actually just don't give a fuck. Like, I just really don't care what people think of me anymore because A, I'm too old for that shit. Like, I'm yeah. too old to care. And I've got my, I know what my priorities are and I know where my boundaries are. And that's what makes my circle, you know. Right. So I love that. Right. I think the more <laughs> people that can come out and say, I'm a weirdo and I'm okay with that. And if you like me, perfect. If you don't, too bad. I don't care. So good. Right. <laughs> I love it. Right. And like, you know, I've heard other people say that and I've been like, oh, okay, I wish, I wish I could say that. And like, so to hear those words just pop out of my mouth just now, it's like, I never thought I would get to this place. Like, I almost, I, I want to like, go to my 2022 self and just give her a hug and be like in a year from now you're gonna say this on a podcast and you're gonna genuinely mean it with like every fiber of your being um so just keep doing what you're doing because you're killing it and everything that you're doing right now is gonna lead you to that point Mm. yes so good so good and I think everything that you're doing and how you're showing up because you are showing people that it's okay to be yourself right yeah yeah be a unicorn in a field of forces guys it's fun like i'm see i'm weird i told you i I totally love it it's so good because yeah i think society has still rules for where people should be and the fact that you're even in the type of career that you're in and you're nine to five, that is just an anomaly, right? Because you're not, it's, it is a male dominated thing. I still, and I think breaking those barriers and saying, Hey, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be me, take it or leave it. Because if more people were like that, there'd be a lot less stress in the world. If people could just, as they say, take off the masks and be themselves. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, even, like, I'm finding that, like, when I'm in meetings and stuff with, like, with my bosses and superiors, like, being in this online space has taken such a weight off my shoulder. I don't put on a facade anymore in meetings. So, like, I'll be talking to the CEO of my company, like, multi-billion dollar company, and just making jokes with him. Like, me? What? I can... I'm on a first name basis with him. <laughs> um, and it's it's because I've let go of this like this like scared 
deer in headlights mentality and I've just allowed myself to just expand and just be and and that's if it's enough for me it's enough for you oh amen to that amen and so what is for anyone who's listening that maybe can identify as an introvert or someone who like your first client just was like, I don't want, this is not the life I want, right? Knowing we all know innately in our gut that we are, we're all capable of more than maybe where we are are at and don't ever let society tell you otherwise. But what is one of those first things? Like, let's say they sitting at home and they they're listening and they're like, that's me, but what do I do? Like, what is, what is the first step other than obviously reaching out to you or following you on social, but um, like, what can they do? What is one thing that, that, that is going to be that 1% for them today? I think you need to, you need to ask yourself, like close your eyes and just ask yourself, like, what, what is one thing that I can do today? That's a little bit uncomfortable. And then go do it. Go, don't don't sit there in your thoughts overthinking because I know you're an introvert and that's what you want to do. I love you, but I know that's what you're doing. Just ask yourself that question. Text text your BFF or your friend or whatever to hold yourself accountable and say, you know what? I'm going to do this. And go do it and then come back and celebrate it. And you will feel so good when you see that that thing that's a little bit uncomfortable you did it and you didn't die you didn't get hit by lightning you survived and then do that again tomorrow and it seemed just be something I like that you said that because I think reaching a little bit just even an inch or a foot outside that comfort zone can do amazing things for the momentum as we talked about earlier so yeah and I think a lot of people you know want to be safe because it's easier, right? People don't want to step out of right. the comfort zone, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Right. And, and, you know, your, your 1% is going to look different than my 1%, which is why yeah. I'm telling you to ask yourself what's going to make you a little bit uncomfortable because I could tell, like, I could tell you what's going to make me uncomfortable, but that might seem like years and years away from you. It's not, but ask yourself what would make me a little uncomfortable right now and then go do it nice that's a good point that's good to point that out right because everyone's at different their one percent is different for sure and I like what you said right because when we can sit in our own energy and actually ask ourselves the deeper questions the, the better questions we're going to get better answers and that's that's what I promote, like sit with yourself for a few minutes every day and hone into that inner being, that inner knowing, that intuition that we talk about that we're so disconnected from, but that if you sit and you ask the question, you're going to get the answer. Oh yeah. The first answer is usually what you're going to go with. So yeah, absolutely. So good stuff. Thank you so much. I think that I could talk for you with you for a while because I find it also fascinating that so many people don't understand that their mind is so powerful, right? And when you think about like what you've done over the last, you know, couple of years, even like you said, the last year where you've really just 
put your mind to something and when you start to feel better and you follow those good feelings, you go to the next thing. And so I think having this conversation is so important because there's so many people that feel alone out there right now, especially after the last couple of years and to know that they're not alone and that they can actually make a decision and choose something different. Absolutely. Like it's all you guys. It it really is. You have the power. If you don't like your life right now, ask yourself why Mm -hmm. and just keep keep asking why until you can't ask it anymore. And then, well, well, don't sit and ask why. Just go do something about it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Ask, then find it. You'll get, you'll listen, you'll get the answer, do the action, right? That's the whole process. Yeah. So where can uh, where can the listeners find you and uh, all the things and let us know like what you have going on if uh, anything that uh, you know people might be interested in right now? For sure. So um, I have a really cool Facebook community. Um, it's called the Community for Introverts. I kept it simple. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, and it is. It's really fun. So it's it's a safe space for in in wow introverts to <laughs> uh, to come and disconnect. Uh, I share prompts not daily, but a couple times a week, um, just to get you thinking. Um, I've got interviews and webinars in there that are super short because we like short around here. Yeah. Um. And it's just, it's a safe space for introverts to come together, get resources, get out of their heads, connect. Um, I don't really know what it's going to become, but it's going to, it's, it's exploding and it's only going to continue to explode. Um, we've got competitions coming this year, a book club coming this year. Um, super exciting stuff. Uh, so Very that's, cool. That's a free opportunity. And then I also have a really cool offer that I am that I just announced. Um, it is for introverts that are overthinkers. So kind of like I used to be. And we are going to essentially it's called trust your thoughts. And the idea is to move you out of your head and into action so that you can learn to trust your thoughts in just five minutes a day. So Love it so much. And I will get all that information for you and definitely put that in the show notes. Um, yeah, Steph, thank you so much. And I think what, what I took out of this biggest takeaway, right, is that we can, you can be an introvert and still be out there in the lines, online space, in your communities and still show up and with what it is that you want to provide in the world and still be able to come back and recharge in your own space. I think, gosh, having you describe that makes me go, huh, maybe that's me, you know, like it makes me wonder because I'm certainly like that, but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you. And I think a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this because this is not a topic that I see Uh, I I listen to a lot of podcasts and I don't see this topic out there. Um, So I think that what you're doing is great. And yeah, people need to get into your community for sure. So thank you so much. Thank you. This is so much fun. Um, And we'll definitely have to chat soon. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with me today. 
If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shipper Group podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shipworker and on Instagram at Lianne Magahi. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.